There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome back to the Dark to Light Show. My name is Josh. I am here with Jim Price. And, and Jim, Jim. Yes, sir. I, I mean, the, the last few weeks have just been absolutely uh, bananas. I mean. Are you, are you punch drunk yet? It's, are you on the ropes and you're just kind of just swinging, hoping you're going <laughs> to. You know, we, we got balloons, UFOs, chemical yeah, spills. UFOs. Oh, my. Uh, chemicals and then the. And my food and my bugs and my money and my mind and my mind and my money. I mean, <laughs> well, so just... listen, I, I, uh, I talked to General Flynn last week, right? I had this interview right. with General yeah. Flynn. And, and one thing he was saying is, and by the way, this guy is a, a master at psychological warfare. He was a, a, a 35 year uh, military in, in, in military intelligence. He was a top mm-hmm. U.S. spy, military spy uh, under the Obama administration. This guy mm-hmm. understands psychological warfare. And so we had the balloon, right, the balloons, and then all of a sudden we have these mm-hmm. objects being shot down, and he's sitting there telling me, stop looking at shiny objects in the sky. This is a distraction mm-hmm. from something that's going on. Find out what's right. going on. Find out what's going on. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting. It, we'll talk about the balloons. I, I want to talk a little right. bit about the balloons, but I also want to talk about potentially what the distraction was for. Now – People might not know this, but there was a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, um, about 10 days ago. This train derailment had some very, very hazardous chemicals on it. Um, They found that some of the tankers were under immense pressure and that they were about to explode. So they did a controlled explosion, releasing these various chemicals into the atmosphere. Now, one of the primary chemicals that we're talking about here is vinyl chloride. Now, vinyl chloride right. is what makes polyvinyl chloride, which is PVC. Polyvinyl chloride, PVC, right? So, yep. vinyl chloride makes PVC. So, it's the primary chemical, which is a carcinogen. But here's the interesting thing when you heat up vinyl chloride, it produces hydrogen chloride or hydrochloric acid. Which, yep. once it hits it changes water... changes the bonds and the molecules. Yeah. You know? Once it hits water, forms basically acid clouds or acid rain. And so... This is what they told us in the 80s concern. we had. I thought we had acid rain in the 80s. Oh, that was the hole in the ozone. Wait, well, we probably did. But so <laughs> now they blow Sorry. this stuff up. It goes up into the atmosphere and starts mm-hmm. formulating hydrochloric acid. And then rains mm-hmm. down all over... Ohio, and I think it was about a 10-mile radius, but with prevailing winds. Now, Ohio is uh, produces 8% of the global uh, soybeans, as well as 97% of those soybeans are utilized to feed livestock. And so mm-hmm. you have livestock, pig, and beef farms all throughout that area. And we're already hearing reports of fish rising up to the surface and dead all over the place. Schools of fish right. dead everywhere. Um, animals dead. Uh, people's pets are dead. People are Your sick. Wheat's children be affected. Yeah, that children are coughing fall. and sick. And the government's saying people are free to go back home. The air quality is perfect, and there's nothing wrong. This is a cover up. 
Oh, man. This is not good, folks. I mean, with the government, we're here to help. I mean, this is this is the same government that told you to put this this chemical in your body, and now they're telling you this burning chemical is fine. Go Wait, back to sleep, America. Your yeah, government loves fine. you. This is a, this is fine. This is normal. It's fine. You know, and is okay. We were just we started to chat a little bit before the show. It was like, why is it that we have all these neurotoxin, carcinogenic toxin, uh, uh, destroying chemical type things? In our society, it was like, well, it's for we're, it's industrial use. It's because that helps us make it a better world. But, but I thought we were trying to eliminate all that stuff. Where are all the tree huggers in this moment? Where's our, um, you know, where's the what were those kids called? The ones that um, protested all the time, PETA, and what's the other one? The tree hugger. Oh, Greenpeace. Where are these mm-hmm. guys at? Where are they at with all this plastic wrap and to go boxes and the masks and the needles and the the vials and all that. Where, where are they protesting the trash that we've been creating over the last few years during this whole? Or were they, have they always been paid actors to drive a certain narrative to create a certain profitability within the industries? Well, I, I'm going to get into some thoughts and theories on this. But I want to talk about another chemical that nobody, nobody mm-hmm. is mentioning here. Carbonyl dichloride. Carbonyl Sounds dichloride healthy. was – yep, it was in one of these tankers. Now, mm-hmm. it goes by the street name, Phosgene. <laughs> street okay? name. <laughs> so, yeah, street name. Um, what you got, man? What you got? It can I don't be thought of you, as how do you for- say what you said, but <laughs> no, I don't want it. Anyway, go ahead. It, it can be thought of as formaldehyde with hydrogen atoms replaced by chlorine atoms. Phosgene is valued as an important industrial building block, especially for the production and precursors of polyurethanes and polycarbonate plastics. So it's it's not that not that bad, right? Um, mm-hmm. Listen to this. One of the chemicals that was in the tankers that was released into the atmosphere is this carbonyl dichloride. Phosgen is extremely poisonous, was used as a chemical weapon during World War I, where it was responsible for 85,000 deaths. It is a highly potent pulmonary irritant and quickly filled enemy trenches as a gas. It is classified as a Schedule Three substance under the Chemical Weapons Convention. So it settles into low-lying places and affects your lungs. That's fine. So, so basically the idea of phosgen <laughs> is that if it's uh, mixed with water, it has a very, very short half-life. That, that's a good thing. But if it okay. get in, gets into the air or soil, right. its half-life increases to 44 years. Oh, well. Now. <laughs> now, is this one of the tankers that exploded? Is this one of the things that were just This is one randomly... of the ones that exploded. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, no, I'm not good with any of this. And and okay, here's how bad this is, folks. If they're willing to tell you, this Josh, this is where we I think I think we raced past something here. If they're willing to tell you, hey, we shot down a couple UFOs. Breaking news on CNN: We brought down two UFOs over Alaska. If they're willing to tell you that, how bad is the other stuff they're not telling you? Do you, do you follow what I'm saying on this? Like, they've been trying to, quote-unquote, hide UFOs forever, and now we're just... Oh, uh, yeah, it was a, a UFO, guys. Well, Don't know what it was. I, I think that there's a lot of reasons why. Number one is, hey, have you ever watched the show Blacklist with James Spader? Parts of it, yeah. Okay. In, in one of the like the first few seasons, there's an episode on um, um, corporate terrorism. Basically, right. terrorist uh, um, events that occur that basically benefit or take down a corporation. 
right? Competing corporations mm-hmm. will hire this terrorist mm-hmm. to go out there. And it's like a plane right. falling down. Industrial a train, sabotage. Right. Yeah. A train derailment, these types of things. Mm-hmm. And Do two went off. Sorry. I'm telling you, this just rings of this because what we're seeing here with the chemicals that were just released and the government covering it up. This is the interesting thing is governor, uh, governor DeWine uh, of, of Ohio is like, Oh, you know, everything's good. People can go back to their homes and the air quality is perfect. You know, we were less than, less than four parts per million in the air quality. EPA's out there like, Oh yeah, man, breathe this air. They got masks on and containment suits. Yeah. You can breathe this air. It's good to go. Don't worry. Like you hand them a glass you of water. Like, outside I'm good. of my mask. You're fine over there. Just keep, breathing you're gonna be great but this is probably one of the largest environmental and ecological disasters in the united states history okay and it's not being talked about anywhere the government is covering up it's not being talked about anywhere and i think that this is one of the reasons why we see shiny objects in the sky right now now i've seen a few videos of the potential objects that people are talking about Right. That are like tumbling in the sky. Th- these right. are the reason they're at 20,000 feet. Um, so one of the objects was like um, octa- octagonal. So it's right. like an octagon. It's like a kind of like a, a, a circular octagon. And it had strings right. at the bottom of it. My, my thoughts are that these had um, a payload and the, dropped the payload. Um, either way, they also reduced their altitude. Um, they're, they're ju- I believe that they're just balloons. I don't think that they're, they're UFOs they or objects. alien craft. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm reading this article right now. Baffled pilots um, who shot down mysterious object over Alaska say it interfered with their sensors. Now, this is the interesting part. Is the mysterious object shot down by U.S. fighters over Alaska is not thought to be connected with the Chinese spy balloon. And so we're seeing multiples of these all throughout the United States being shot down just yesterday over Lake Huron. Now, what is going on? We have a chemical spill in Ohio that the the media is just they're arresting reporters who are going there. They're 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 saying that nothing's happening. The water's great and fish are dead all over the place. Animals are coming out of the the uh, the wilderness and dying in the street in front of people. Pets are dying. Mm People are all sick. The railroad's not doing anything. I think they put $25,000 in a fund for people to get tested. This is a town of 4,000 people. Okay. So what do you do do about the the whole ecology of things when you're taking all the animals and fish out of the ecology? Things are going to transform in the rivers and streams and the the forest. Well, this is what I'm saying. And so this is a massive ecological disaster that's occurring in Ohio. We have a cover-up. That is above our heads. And who knows if this is really a cover-up. Maybe this is something different. Um, I always tend to think that there's there's like three sides, right? There's the truth. There's, there's the absolute truth. There's your perspective and their perspective. But we're going to talk more about what's happening in the world right now, especially over the United States, because this is what's concerning people and getting them to look up in the skies. We'll be right back. All right. Keep on keep on on me. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. 
Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. And Yeah, uh, yeah back with that show. Yeah. <laughs> We're bringing you joy and flowers and springtime it's almost yeah. spring, Jim. We're talking about yeah. happiness and joy. It's Valentine's Day. Go hug your we loved get, uh, one. In the meantime, we got uh, you know unidentified flying objects flying over the United States. We have Chinese secret deadly Chinese spy balloons, and then we have toxic chemicals released into the atmosphere all over our livestock, our pigs, and our soybeans. But you know what? It's okay, America. Go back to sleep. Your government and the next loves question, you. The next question is. If they're willing to tell you or letting you know about a train derailment, what are they actually hiding by letting that happen? This is, well, I mean, how many layers when we talked about this off air? The they got to kind of tell you about the train derailment. They can't not right. not tell you, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Well, they can arrest you. The, the fact is, is that they are covering this up hardcore. Mm-hmm. But it's like a cat trying to cover poop on a tin roof. It just doesn't happen. So it's going to get out there, and as, as media is, is is so loose now with everybody being able to be, you know, TikTok and Reels and everything else and videos on Facebook. I mean, it, it's getting out there, even though they're trying to hold it back. Um, yeah, let, let, let's yeah. go to the lines. I want to hear what a lot of you guys have to say. Uh, Lou, what's up, man? Okay, Josh, thank you for taking the call. Uh, I don't have anything necessarily exciting not as exciting as uh you know that sit down with general flynn uh but you know it, it's not hard to see why all right um <clears throat> why the left was coming after him with his insightful intelligence it's not hard to see uh he um obviously i'm sure that you got a lot of good information out of him some you probably can't even disclose on this show 
But what I do want to mention <clears throat> is that, uh, you know, given the information, given the information that we're actually seeing, all right, on the news, you have to take that, all right, with a little bit of a grain of salt. I'm not really sure that we're getting all the right information. Uh, I always strictly uh, tune into uh, uh, conservative right uh, networks uh, for my news. Um, but I do believe, <clears throat> with all honesty at this point, that the lines have been drawn. And, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I'm going to just pose a question to you. Are there, I mean, just given some of the insight that you were able to get from General Flynn, are there any brass left in our military that has big enough balls, and excuse me for if I hurt somebody's feelings with that word, all right, but do we have anybody, all right, <clears throat> that's strong enough to say, hey, enough is enough, all right, we need to take it back. We need to take it back before they, 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 they run us right into the ground and they, they, they allow an invasion of our country. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, son, I don't think, all right, that China and Russia is going to come out with a full-scale war against us. I believe it's going to be an invasion. I believe that there was surveillance over our military installments that were holding the nuclear <clears throat> weapons. Uh, they wanted to see in real time how much or what we had. And I okay. honestly think it's going to be a national grid, all right, that's going to take us out. All right. So, Lou, a few things. From what, what I know and have talked to people about, um, the military is not coming to, not coming to save you. There's, there's going to be no special military campaign team that's going to raid the bad guys and arrest everybody or do anything like that. This fight is up to you and me. It is up to the American public. It is up to us to take back our local political, social, cultural, institutional structures. And that's why this is going to be a very, very long battle. And, and that, those are General Flynn's words. And he, he, he accosts the fact that people think that there's a military operation. He says, trust me, I wish there was. I mean, it makes perfect sense, but we don't have years to be able to make those changes. It's not, it's not enough time. Well, here's the thing. Is you're right. If we sat and did nothing, we, have, we don't have years. But if we started two years ago, which we did, and we began taking back the local governments, which we have, then we buy time and we extend this, this potential deadline that the globalists have put on the United States of America. Now, I truly believe that we're in a spiritual war and a war for our lives, that humanity will be exterminated if we do nothing and that the United States is the last great hope that if the United States falls, the world will fall. And what I mean it will fall too is a tyrannical, totalitarian perspective of globalism. A, a globalism that you do not want to see in this world. So I think that everything is interrelated and connected. I think there are no coincidences. And I think that what we're seeing right now is the start of this massive transition of these globalists 
trying to usher the world into the new world order. So, Lou, I appreciate your call, man. Thank you so much. But, Jim, what are your thoughts? What, what, yes, what are your thoughts here? We're, we're being ushered into well, the new world order. We have these events happening around the world. Uh, who knows? These could be Nazi balloons or Nazi craft. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? Well, the problem is, is we don't have the true answer. So we don't have a lot of the true answers, even though we, we could, I could talk about. So I, you know, the Second World War, First World War, who really won, who didn't win, the 9-11 conspiracies, all the way back through, through Lincoln, all the way back to the Knights Templars and uh, execution on Friday the 13th. Guys, we have always been at war, and we act like the war just started. Like, hey, you know, back in 2020 on, you know, the August 14th at 12.22 p.m., that's when the start war started. The day you were born, you were already in the middle of the war. And because you weren't girded up and shielded and, and put in those, those, you know, those, those tactics into action, we're late to the war. We're late to the dance. So, yes, we are in an absolute battle. And this is where the parallel economy, this is where pulling out of the matrix or pulling out of the system, creating a, a currency or a, a barter system with the, the, the familiars around you, the people you know, uh, knowing who your local processors are. Guys, if you're not already doing that, these signs that you're seeing with your the chemicals and these trains. I mean, this, these trains, guys, are moving across our country all the time and globally in tanker ships and airplanes and trains and cars and trucks. It happens constantly. So all this is is just huge reminders. Guys, get busy. Get in, you know, And one of the things that General Flynn says, this is his, his statement, local politics have national impact. And guys, that's that getting in together with each other, like Josh said before, go to get, you know, get a few guys in your garage. Get the ladies involved. You know, get a you know, get a few drinks or whatever, some uh, barley pops, and 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 talk about this stuff. Because if you don't start normalizing what you're going to do when they come for you, when you hear the shots at the end of the street, well, it's not my problem until they're be- beating your door down. And as a person who's been through a, a raid in their home, I'm telling you right now, you think you're Billy. You know, gonna I'm going to take on the world, and they're going to take my guns and this and that. When you got the laser dot on your forehead, your 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 submission changes immediately. So, guys, be mindful that this is your time, and this is your time to be the right people at the right time. God gave you these freedoms. God gave you the ability to have these thoughts. Then use them, and use the information we're giving you to motivate you in the right ways that says, listen, all I want is more people to be free. And then you don't have to worry about what side that you're on, whether you're on the right or wrong side, because in the annals of history, if you were always trying to make sure that everyone else had freedoms, then how can you be wrong? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the kind of speech that a, a president should be giving to the, the people, Jim. That's motivating. <laughs> Absolutely. Man. Yeah. So, I so mean, Jim, why what are don't your we have? Why, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. Yeah, ahead. So why don't we talk that way? Why don't we have city councilmen and county commissioners and sheriffs saying, you know, I'm going to ensure your freedom. I'm not going to hunt you down with lidars. I'm going to do that. Why don't we? Because they're cowardice, and that's it. But anyway, so. <laughs> Jim, what are your thoughts on uh, what's happening here? What do you think these objects are in the sky? Again, I think General Flynn's absolutely correct on that. It's all shiny object stuff. If if they're willing to tell you, again, like we said just a few minutes ago, if we're willing to tell you that there's a UFO in the sky, that there's one shot down over Lake Huron, if they're telling you when when all we've done for decades is tell you, there's oh, there's no such thing. Oh, these are what what they UA whatever they changed them to unidentified objects or. Whatever the the new one is that change the acronym, guys. If they're willing to tell you that, there is something more nefarious going on. And so this is where when we've been talking about the tunnels are a real thing because I I created security systems so that we knew where the tunnels were in our in the bases and the different facilities that I did projects on. And I'm telling you guys, 
there is something bigger here. And if you don't have your heart in the right place, if you don't have a few food stores, you don't have some silver gold laying around, what, I mean, don't be disappointed when things don't go your way. But you guys, if you bind together, your energy and your power is in each other. But don't focus on the wrong stuff because when you do that, when you focus on the wrong things, you give them power. You have energy. You have, you have the ability to affect things around you. So when you believe in something too much, you're going to manifest. I don't care what, what you, how that makes you sound, but it's going to come to fruition. So you've got to be mindful outside of this. And I do believe there is something greater coming. There is no way they're going to lose. They would burn this whole thing down, rule over a pile of ashes before they ever let you guys win. Hmm. Hey, that, that's my line. I know. <laughs> you stole it from me. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all right. It's a, we'll share it. Cop- well, copyrighted uh, by the Jim Jim Price Show and the Dark Delight Show. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. Yes. Hey, guys. All right. Are you guys still you with us? You know, it's, a, it's a hard lunch hour. I know. It's a hard <laughs> lunch hour. People are looking at their food going, oh, I, don't I wonder if eat. there was chemical spilled in this. <laughs> How many acceptable bugs are in my my food here? All right. I look that up on the FDA website, by the way. I think we got a caller. Go ahead. Are you there? Yep. Caller? Caller, are you there? Uh, yes. Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, I didn't hear my name. Okay. Oh, Gene. Yeah, uh, sorry. Well, sorry. That's okay. I was just referring to what uh, I think Lou, the previous caller, a couple callers ago, you were saying mm-hmm. going through local government, and he says there's not enough time. Hello? Yeah, okay. yeah. Is that the question? Okay. No, no, I was just... <laughs> I was referring to that, but um, my, um, there may be a, I think he's right. There may be a different way to go about it, and it's, I think it's time for like a revolution. I hate to say that word, but uh, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, there's three steps to it, and they're sequential. You got to and ideological awareness is the first step, I would say, and I think we're there now. A lot of people are opening their minds a little bit. Then number two would be civil disobedience. And uh, we all know what that is. And then three, hopefully it wouldn't come to, but physical confrontation to uh, change stuff. I think that's along with voting, but I just want to hear your comments about that. I'll stand up. Jim, go ahead and go first. Well, I mean, you can't – the human nature – let's go back to the psychology of it. You cannot, uh, you cannot get a human to change their pattern unless there's a time stamp of either emotion – or some type of pain. So the, the emotion can be a high, a high emotion, meaning a great emotion, or a low one, or some type of physical pain or financial pain that causes them to move in a different direction. And one thing that we're, we're actually fighting right now is those that are very comfortable with electricity still on. And, the, you know, we still got food in the refrigerator, and we still got gasoline, and we just everything is just fine, so it's not a problem. And so until the wet fish slaps you in the face, yeah, there's part of the problem is that we're not going to respond well or, re, or act until we actually – till the power goes off, till the internet goes off, till the food source stops. And then that gets people to realize that, hey, maybe we should change. 
And that's the problem that we're facing right now. Those of us that are very prepared and know that these these things are coming, but those that are still like, well, no, there's still movies on at the theater. There's still there's still music on the radio, and and so everything is fine. So those are the ones that really that bottom third that really is the hard ones to convince. So yes, we are fighting a bit of a psychological warfare in that part where we have people who are very lethargic and not wanting to do anything. But then we do have the actual physical enemy who is marching forward to consume us as fast as they can. And if they see that they're being you know, pushed off of their course, they're going to fight even harder and accelerate their plan even faster. Ugh. Yeah, breathe that so, one in for a minute. Right, right. Well, mm, no. Smell the suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> suck, suck, suck. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. Space balls there. Well, so... Yeah. Here's my thoughts. Uh-huh. James Madison, Federalist 40, 46, said, is that there's right. three, ra- three ways to curve a tyrannical and oppressive government. Number one is uh, disquietude. That's what we're doing right now. Getting on your, your, your soapbox, your podium, standing up, rising up, speaking mm-hmm. up, right? Uh, then right. he said civil disobedience. Okay. And, and then the other one is state legislation and outspoken governors to counteract the, the tyrannical actions. And, and we already have that. We have that formulating right now with various different states taking action against the federal government. Now, I, I was listening to Mike Pompeo on Glenn Beck this last week. And um, Mike Pompeo, for anybody who doesn't know, was former Secretary of State under Donald Trump as well as Director of the CIA. Um, He is actually being sued by the wife of Julian Assange for uh, uh, an attempted assassination plot against Assange, uh, Julian Assange's life. Uh, He, Mike Pompeo, teamed up with a Jewish billionaire by the name of Adelson out of Las Vegas to plot killing Julian Assange. This is not a joke. This is not. Fake news, it's legitimate. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Pompeo was talking about Ukraine and Russia and how the U.S. has interests in Ukraine and that Russia needs to be stopped. And Glenn Beck is obviously against it and, you know, saying Russia's exposing things. And Mike Pompeo was like, no, 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 no. No, no. Russia's the bad guy here. We, we need to stop Russia. And if they, and, and the American people have a big interest there and, and this isn't about American freedom, it's about Ukrainian freedom and, and, and all this stuff. And he Yuck. started talking about the deep state. And Pompeo is like, we have a very leftist centered deep state that is organized in the United States. It needs to be weeded out and removed. Well, here's the thing. He sounded a little deep state in his comment. There you go. Yeah. Is that the deep state, there's two sides of the deep state. There's a left deep state and a right deep state. And Mm -hmm. right now, the left deep state has had control for a very long time. And they're very well integrated into our government. They've been That's practicing right. for a long, long time. And the, the right side, Deep State, wants us so much get back into the woods. Now, they all have the same agenda. They're, all their same agenda is globalism, right? But you what have different methodologies. the same thing we do every night. Take over the world. That's right. So, you yeah. know, I, I, I understand what Gene's saying is that, oh, you know, it's time for a revolution. Um, I don't. I don't think we're there yet. I think that we have a long ways to go. We have to allow the states to remedy the situation. If the states are not going to stand up and unite together and start pushing back, which we do have states that are doing this, we have, right. um, you know, twenty eight counties in California that are separating from California. We have, you know, counties in. 
um, in Washington state that are separated, in Oregon that are separated. We have Texas right. that is ready to go to war with the federal government. We have Missouri and Louisiana that are pushing back against the federal government. We have states right. that are pushing back. And, and what I would recommend for people in Western New York is to go look into the new California. This is a, a movement that is going on where they've already produced everything to separate Cal- uh, their counties from California. They're using right. what's known as the, uh, the New Virginia Plan, which was executed during the Civil War to separate West Virginia from Virginia. And it might be uh, a methodology for people out there in western New York to separate from the remainder of the state. Is mm-hmm. I guarantee you all those counties would easily go red, oh, the majority yeah. of them. And so it might be something to look into, but these are the steps that we have to take before we get to that next point that right. we, we can't just simply, you know, say, let's, let's do it. Let's go take them out. And, you know, right. I, I understand that it's our God given right to remove this government um, mm-hmm. when it no longer serves us. And it's to that point where it no longer serves us, but let's use the legal process that's been put in place. Let's use the 10th amendment. Let's see if the States, or local governments. And, and see, this is the system of checks and balances that we have. The states keep right. the federal government in check. The, the local counties keep the state in check. And so if you have a local county that's conservative, you know, they need to start talking to other conservative local counties and say, hey, look, let, let's, let's get out of here. Let's, let's leave the state. Yeah. They have full right to do that. It's called the Virginia Absolutely. Plan. And you can look it up. You can look up New California. You can follow exactly what they're doing. You have counties right now in, um, Oregon, sorry, Oregon that are trying to join Idaho. You have California. You have multiple counties in California that are joining on board with this. Um, guaranteed that they'll get sponsorship through various other states like Texas and so forth to continue to do this. And those people, mm-hmm. when so when the government comes down on those people, let's say that uh, we're going to – and I think, it, I think it's Washington State. I'm sorry. It's Washington State. But right. these counties, these eastern counties in Washington State – when they come out and they like say, Oregon's hey, look, we're too. done. We're joining Idaho. Idaho said, yeah, sure, come on over. And right. when the government in Washington state says, no, that's not going to happen and moves in with force, that's when that part begins. That's when there those people go. push back and fight back. So, so yeah. we have to allow things to unravel. But we have to take the needed necessary legal steps before we get to that point. And, and this is why I'm saying is if if we're disgusted with the way New York states ran and and Hochul's not our governor, which I, I agree with you, I believe that there was massive yeah. election fraud, then let's take those steps and get those counties out of the state. Form the right. the new New York plan. That that would be a weird state. Right. New New York, right? The new- <laughs> but let, let's form the new New York plan and get those counties into a new state. Let, 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 that that would be the first step. You know, we have right. multiple ways that we can go about this. And, and this is one of the things that I think um, is the problem with the perspective of what's happening right now is we all look at doom and gloom. We all think that everything is coming crashing down when in actuality is we have massive amounts of power amongst ourselves is that we have the right. power to put a rise within the people to go into our local town and community and people rise up and we have the majority say, I don't want to be here anymore. And you put it to a vote and that county says, we're out of here. And then 10 more yeah. counties join in and 15 counties and 20 counties. And what do you have now? You have a small army that's bigger mm-hmm. than the National Guard of the state that is willing to fight and die for their freedoms. Right. That's how and this that's starts. Where your sheriffs are key. Your sheriffs are your big, big key to all this, folks. If you do not have a personal relationship with your local sheriff, that's, that is – you start there and then you see the momentum you can create. 
Um, but again, you have to have like-minded people. It can't be just you walking in there because, you know, you've got to have people that are going to join together in that singular voice moving forward. It is it, – it, it, this is how it always works. And we can't rush past those processes, but you have to be prepared that there will be pushback and there will be demonization. If they can use the media against me and others, General Flynn, Trump, all these these people, they're going to use it against you. So be prepared for the hit pieces. Be prepared for your family to ostracize you when you start going, well, I want to be free. It seems like that would be the weirdest thing in the world, but people get upset about that. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. Jim, what's your theory? Yes, sir. I got a theory here, folks, and you just hang in there. I don't want to scare you like it was done back in October 30th of 1939, which was about 84 years ago. Uh, but the Sunday evening show was a prime time in the golden age of radio. Millions of Americans had their radios tuned in, but most of these Americans were listening to a rendition of the War of the Worlds. And they came in with their usual suspect of talking about the news and the weather, and then they went right to it. But then all of a sudden, uh, we have a news reporter on site. The Martians mounted their walking war machines, with their, and they're firing their heat ray weapons at the puny humans gathered around the crash site. Uh, 
They annihilated a force of 7,000 National Guardsmen, and after being attacked by artillery and bombers, the Martians released a poisonous gas into the air. Guys, I wonder somehow, some way, that if that, even though this was a replay of, of uh, uh, the War of the Worlds, I, I wonder, I do wonder if this was not actually history, and uh, it did catch people off guard because it was, you know, back then when the, when you tuned in a little bit late on the radio, you didn't get to rewind it back with our DVRs like we have today. You kind of caught it where it was at. But they were doing a lot of breathy tone stuff like, oh, the tragedy, the humanity. There was all kinds of things going on, very exciting stuff. But my thing is, guys, if, if we know that a lot of the stuff that we're seeing with the, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan and, and those things and 9-11, what was it that was actually going on with the War of the Worlds? Was it actually a documentary? Was it actually real footage? Was it something that did happen to us during that time and we just were so duped into believing that it was just radio like we've always been told? It's just a weather balloon. It's just some you know some swamp gas and some other stuff. You know, This is one of those things where – if they were doing this to us a hun- almost 100 years ago, 80-some years ago, and we know that they were manipulating us through different things, why is it that we think that this was actually just a innocent mistake that happened to get everybody up in arms? Or was there actually another attack during that time, and they said, no, we were just reenacting the, the War of the Worlds, but in reality, they were actually – were they really telling the truth? So this is the problem. Where Were they telling the truth, and is this the one time they didn't lie to us? I mean, <laughs> the one time – Josh, is this the one time they didn't lie to us when the H.G. Wells stuff went out? That's the one time? That's the that's a question I have to say that parallels along with this. They're just wildly telling us that there are aliens and they're shooting them out of the sky. Well, first of all, if we have technology that's coming into our atmosphere that they have the ability to move around like they do and you think it's a good idea to shoot them out of the sky, you think that's how we should quote-unquote greet them? I, I have a different plan. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... If you travel light years to get here, I don't want to shoot you out of the sky because I feel you may have a greater technology than my little uh, my little nine millimeter is going to be able to do to you. Uh, uh, un- unless that's the tell that um, right. And, and and here's the thing is I think that that is a really good tell that you're talking about right there is that these objects are most likely not unidentified that they know mm-hmm. that they're not um, you know alien or extraterrestrial. The fact is they're shooting them down. you know (laughs) when we looked at the tiktok video from 2004 of the uh of the f-18 uh super hornet that was trailing that object that was moving massively the uh, tic-tac yeah the tic-tac um right they they wouldn't have been able to engage that object right that object was moving way too fast and moving in unconventional ways. Now, I, I am reading an article right here that uh, baffled pilots who shot down the mysterious object over Alaska say it interfered with their sensors. Now, also, Chinese scrambled fighter jets just yesterday to shoot down an unidentified object in their airspace. So whatever's going on here is definitely different. They're saying that this is not... So listen to this. The mysterious object shot down by U.S. fighters over Alaska is not thought to be connected with the Chinese spy bloom down on February 4th, with a Pentagon spokesperson saying it's like comparing apples and oranges. Right. That That's a... That's interesting. Now, here's well, the thing. Is it drones? Yeah. Is it unmanned drones that we're dealing with? I think potentially we're dealing with some unmanned drones. I have a feeling that they're going to come back and say that these are North Korean. <laughs> but the, but North Korea doesn't even have their own air force, but yet they've got sophisticated enough drones to come just wildly hanging around other parts of the world. I 
There, I, I think, and here's the thing: how black how black is most of our government within the or our, our financial our financial expenditure in the CIA or in the Department of Defense? How many black budgets do we have in there? How much of that money just goes wherever? And how much of this is that stuff that we've been doing, but also in relationship with other things, right? So other. Other other countries, co-ops, I mean, as much as we're warring with each other, we're also doing co-op work with each other as well, sharing technologies and improving with each other. We're maybe at war with each other, but we're still doing these things. And and then to say that we, if we do have, quote-unquote, UFOs or things like that, then why are we not doing co-ops with them as well? Or have they always been here and they're just trying to get us normalized to that conversation that we can then see them for what they are? Remember that, that TV series V? Back in the was it like mm-hmm. ni- early nineties or whatever V, the ones where the lizard people came in and took over the bodies and all that stuff, that seems to me more documentary than what we realized. And they were it, living it very among well us. Could be. Yeah, I don't know. It, there's too many things that are unanswered right now, and that's the. And here's the thing: as long as we're continuing to have this conversation and continuing to question, this is how we get to a better understanding and how we get to where we can actually adapt to what's going on. Because obviously, some of this stuff is way out of our control. Right. I mean, I don't know, Josh, what you, you know, what your arsenal is, but I don't think I have shooting air balloons out out of the sky at 60,000 feet artillery. Um, And I don't think you do either. But the idea is that we have to figure out how we're going to be able to adapt to what's going on here. Right. But then we also have to call to, to question those that are making these decisions to put us in these situations. That's the whole thing, what you're talking about, about, you know, getting involved with the government, getting involved where the people start changing what they want to do, where they spend their money. Maybe we shouldn't have so many black budgets. Maybe we shouldn't have so much cooperative this and that between other countries. Or do we continue that, but we get more transparent? I think honesty is always the is the key to all this, right? Just get more honest. Well, Jim, tell us I'm what's gonna, going on. You know, we, we only got a few more minutes left here, but I want to I yeah. want to leave people with this. Is uh, a few weeks ago, right before the Turkish earthquake. Um, mm-hmm. The U.S. Embassy the week before, the U.S. State Department issued a warning throughout Turkey saying that there was an imminent terrorist attack inbound in Turkey, even though the Turkey government said that's not going to happen. There's no intelligence whatsoever. And it was all Western nations. Italy and Britain all joined in on that. And what they did is they told American citizens to leave immediately. Right? Mm. Okay. Mm. The State Department just issued a warning Demanding all American citizens leave Russia immediately. Oh, come on. Yep. Just happened. (sighs) Do not travel alert due to unpredictable consequences of the unprovoked full-scale invasion of Ukraine by Russian military forces. The potential for harassment and the singling out of U.S. citizens for detention by Russian government security officials. Um, They are calling all U.S. citizens residing or traveling to Russia should depart immediately. Really? Really? Here we, here we go. Oh, man, they got to put us in a war. I mean, this is all this is this is all is, is provoking us into a war, and so mm-hmm. that we send the bravest of the the volunteers into war and kill off the brave of us in our society. We we got to be better than this. Don't fall for it, boys and girls. Don't get caught up in the traps, man. That's where we got. That's my best answer there. So when did this go out? Just today. Uh, this was eleven sixteen a.m. today. So just minutes ago. Well, eleven sixteen Eastern. So right. about forty five minutes ago. Wow. Golly. 
So what are they saying? The deadline? They have a deadline on that, or are they just saying there's an end on it? Well, think about this: is it happened in Turkey a few weeks ago, and four days later, you had a uh, 7.9 earthquake that uh, has killed massive amounts of people globally, or massive amounts of people throughout that area. Um, so right. I don't know. I think maybe we have a few days. We'll, we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this could be nothing. This could be, you know, uh, cannon fodder. Who, who knows? Well, the Potato and Chiefs already talked about getting pushing the button. I mean, how can we deny that? Mm-hmm. He's already talking about, you know, hey, don't go there, Pootie. Well, why why has he been out there? Just no different than the whole. Remember the uh, the the gas line thing, and then all of a sudden we, the, you know, hey, you know, don't mess around. You're not going to have your gas line. Hey, all right, guys, we'll be back with you tomorrow with more Dark to Light Show. Hope you guys have a great day. Take care. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the new world order. That was the chief chant coming in there. I hey guys, I had to do it. I know you guys had a great run this year, and the Buffalo Bills deserved to you know to see a lot of success. But uh, you know, uh, old Buckirk actually uh, got through and kicked us our three pointer that we needed in the beginning of the game, and uh, he didn't hit the pole this time. He sent her down the middle, and uh, this is you know guys. Hey, I get to do this. I'm going to give you about two, three minutes of my uh, my chief's talk here at the top of the hour of the Dark to Light Show with Jim Price <laughs> and WYSL. Uh, guys, uh, you know, it's it's nice to have that championship game. And uh, I waited. I was a Schottenheimer. Uh, you know, I was watching the Chiefs early on when I was a kid in the 80s and uh, graduated out of high school in 89. And uh, it was a tough to be a Chiefs fan for decade after decade. So, uh, you guys did have Jim Kelly, and you had other success, so uh, we're allowed to have our cycle, right? Because, you know, the game's not fixed. Everything's fine. Everything's normal. This is just all talent. Uh, you didn't see any of those hand, you know, the uh, the, uh, the flags on the field that shouldn't have been there or should have been there. Uh, anyway, so this is how it goes. But, guys, uh, I get, we get to have that moment and remember that uh, we've got to be mindful that uh, sometimes – you know, it's okay to 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 uh, to be proud that you had a victory, right? So it's okay. I'm gonna, and that's my moment. That was my man. We are the champions, yeah. Uh, so now Brady's out of there. We get to win a few, and you guys get to win a few, and it'll all even out at the end. But that was my Chiefs moment for you guys. So thank you guys for putting up with that. Like I said, it was a tough road to hold to be that guy for a long, long time. So 
We are here. We did see the fallacies and the uh, zebras putting their finger on the scale. No different than the government in your daily life, right? Kind of, kind of metaphorical, right? You got the the you know the the zebras out there doing their thing and and this and that's and uh, but I will tell you, I did. Uh, I, I as an American, uh, I believe that we have a national anthem. That means that it's a national anthem. It's what we all we all come together in that moment. We take that minute of our day. Guys, you realize that the playing of the national anthem is like a minute. Like, that's it. Out of all the minutes in your day, all the minutes in a year, all the minutes that you have spent on this big blue marble, whatever you want to call this, some people want to say it's flat, some people say it's a bigger this, some say it's just this. Some say, yeah, Here's a problem. Whichever version of you think what you're standing on right now, you know, a minute of your day to say, you know what, we're all, we're all one nation under God, indivisible, and we all have liberty, and we want justice for all. You know, it, this is the this is those little times, right, where we should just be able to go up there and see that there were people who struggled to set set us free, and we should honor that moment. And uh, this other these other national anthems, these other anthems, is just shiny object stuff to keep us divided. And I've said this a thousand times. I'll continue to say this until I hear other people saying it back to me which they will take what color our skin, what's between our legs, what we do in our bedroom to divide us. And it's very useful and it's very effective. And we constantly fall for these emotional traps over and over again. We don't have to do that, right? Uh, we don't have to live in these cages we've built for ourselves, the things that we've done, these societal pressures. And so anyway, um, but that, that was how I spun the championship game into politics, right? Because it's all very connected and we say those things. So uh, those, those, the, the human trafficking and all that stuff that's tied in with that, the, the d- demonic stuff. And by the way, the halftime show, wow, how, how boring, how uneventful was, I don't know, what was her name? Rihanna, 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 whoever her name is. She's standing up there. She's standing up there. She's cabled to this little platform that's on a spider cable and she goes up and down and then up and then down and she gets off of it and she gets back on it. Very ineffective, effective uh, halftime show. I really miss when we actually just really, you know, where's the game, right? Uh, so we do have a caller. Caller, are you there? Oop. Are you there? Oh, we don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm sorry. I thought my, oh, I, all right. Sorry. Yeah, my uh, engineer was telling me, Rihanna, I thought we had a caller. So I apologize. Um, I didn't quite catch that. But, yeah, Rihanna is, uh, yeah. Wow, I just watched this lady get up there and do nothing, and it was, it's almost like me describing it. It was that boring. So if you didn't see it, I just gave you the entire thing, and you didn't have to live through it. I was kind of I was looking for all the the symbolism and other things. There was some things in there that was kind of icky, but whatever. Um, so let's go on here. We got uh, this is the J six stuff, guys. January sixth, where Trump got together with the uh with the, it was a actually a, a woman's group who actually put together this rally for uh, for Trump on January 6th that we were going to come together and we were going to make sure that the people who quote unquote represented us and who are our public servants who had less constitutional rights than we do and guys listen to me if you do not learn anything other than this okay this this is the one thing this is the one thing your public servants have less constitutional rights than you do when you sign your name on that that ballot the, to go down and register to be on the ballot, when you go and you run for office, you are signing over your constitutional rights. 
because you are now a part of the government, which the Constitution limits. And if you are a part of the government, if you are drawing a paycheck, if you are pulling a paycheck from anything in my government, okay, you are working for the Fed, you are working for the county, you're working for the state, you're working for the city, you're working for the township, whatever it is you're working for, you are my public servant. You have less constitutional rights in that position. Now, as a citizen, you have, you have rights all day long, twice on Sunday. But when you sign on that deadline, you go in there and you win that election or you hire on. You ha- I'm sorry, when you hire on, I don't let me hurt your feelings. You may want to push back on that. But listen, when you hire on, you are my public servant. Full stop, period, right there. Now, when we go to Washington, D.C., and there's a million people there, and I was so impressed, I was so honored to see those people. I'm standing in front of the Washington, Washington obelisk. I'm standing there. I'm, I, Trump's about 50 yards or so ahead of me. And I'm, I'm in about an inch of mud in this yard space, and it's cold, and I'm standing there, and he's saying, listen, let your voices be heard in a, in a, in a polite way. I'm paraphrasing. Guys, I'm going to tell you what, the timelines of videos and things, I think we're going to find out that the things that occurred in the Capitol actually occurred prior to the end of Trump's speech. And I still have not been disproved on that statement because we don't have the video footage of everything. We don't have all the conclusive evidence of how that actually went down. And hopefully one of these days, McCarthy finally gets off his butt and gets out there and gives us the information we actually should have instead of dragging it out. But there, here's a problem. The DOJ sought jail, uh, is actually, uh, t- they're wanting to jail January 6th defendant and uh, that was beaten by police. Okay, so this is a thing that they're still going after people today for January 6th. January 6th was an exercise of your First Amendment right, but also holding your public servants accountable. Your public servants, the people who you pay to do your job, they have less constitutional rights and should be listening to you because you are their, you are their master, period. Use the right words. Use them the right way. They are your public servants. Uh, federal prosecutors on February 10th asked U.S. District Attorney John Bates to have January 6th defendant and police-beating victim Victoria White jailed because she met with GOP lawmakers on Capitol Hill. So now wait, She's, she should be jailed, she should be held without bond because she met with her representative, her public servant? This is a problem. This is this is where our, we're breaking down. We're breaking down. We're breaking down. This is part of the bureaucracy things where we're seeing that this is still a continuing problem. Judge Bates did not order White to be taken into custody. Well, thank God. But he did bar her from appearing at the U.S. Capitol or congressional office buildings unless she gets advance permission from her pretrial service agent, the PSA. Shortly after arriving... Uh, at the United States Courthouse in Washington, D.C., for a status hearing on her criminal case, White learned that prosecutors were seeking to have her jailed because she visited the Capitol earlier in the week, violating her terms of pretrial. Why is that? It, guys, this, this right here, this vote with your money, vote with your time, vote with your energy, use your voice. This kind of stuff cannot be a part of our country. This is brown shirt activity. This is the parallel 
you know, justice system, the two-tiered, multi-tiered judicial system that we all complain about when we see people being over-prosecuted in one place but not another. And I had a very long, repetitive conversation with with people over this weekend, and I kept having this conversation. Why is it that we're having lawmakers defend drag queens, defend drag queens as having some type of, you know, privilege to gyrate in front of little children, little children, children that are under teenage years, and and, and that's acceptable behavior, and that's def- that's you know that's defended. That that's something that people are going out of their way to make laws to try to defend. But yet, in any other situation, that's that's pedophilia, that's child endangerment, that that's all kinds of other things. But depending on who wants to quote unquote prosecute, is whether or not we go after it. And that is the same thing as this January 6th thing. Well, Jim, that's not the same. That drag queen thing is different. No, when you see selective persecution or prosecution of a situation, when you see over, you, you see people over-prosecuting or over, you know, reaching their bounds of what this lady can't go talk to her representatives, where, where in the Constitution is that okay? Where is it okay that we have people that are being held without bond? This is a real thing going on in your country right now on your watch. I'm Jim Price, The Dark Delight Show. We'll be back here in just a couple minutes. Holly came from Miami, FLA. Hitchhiked away across USA. Plucked her eyebrows on the way. Shaved her legs and then he was a she. She says, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. 
My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I'm Jim Price on the Dark Delight Show. Welcome back to the WYSL family. Guys, thank you for sitting in for the second hour of your extended lunch on Mondays and Wednesday with me, your host, Jim Price. Thank you so much for being here. And, uh, you know, me and Josh talked about a lot of stuff in the beginning of this that it really is you know, impactful to the, your daily life. And, and this is a, something that should be really impacting your daily life, that we know that this person, this, this individual who just bothered to talk to her public servant, Virginia, uh, Victoria White, uh, this is important that we realize that there are people still sitting in jail today in solitary confinement because they trespassed. Now, guys, I'm going to go back to what I've told you guys, and I want you guys to, I will keep doing this. I want everybody to hear this over and over again so you can say it clearly to other people. I spent almost 18 years of my life, almost 18 years of my life, designing, building, and training the military how to use their security systems that are in the Capitol building. The exact security systems that are in the Capitol building. I had I designed, trained, and built the military to do the exact systems that are in there. And if you want me to believe that they got in there with a plastic pole, come on. You should not even begin to believe that they got in there with a plastic flag pole. You're telling the world's you know, all the, the, the enemies of the world, hey, just come on over. Again, it's very disingenuous. It's a big lie. It's all a problem for me. And to say that you're going to then charge people that you allowed into the building. Now, whether you know it was by force or not, it, it was not by force. They had to be allowed in there, full stop. There is, there is so many defensive systems that are in that building. There is then the actual physical defense systems that you can't get through because you're just barred to get it. You can't get in there. But then there's also the human security system that's also involved in there. You know, you think you see these military men walking around the White House and they got their little fancy white hats on the Marines and they're doing the little saluting things. There are individuals with weapons that have a very specific job to make sure that nothing gets past that point. And to say that we have individuals sitting in jails in D.C., the District of Columbia, we have individuals sitting there in solitary confinement I have talked to these people personally. I have personally talked to them. I had them on my show, on the Jim Price show, calling in from jail to be on my show to talk about what they're going through. I want their voices heard because they are in, they're in situations that, that they, there are roaches. There are bugs. They have skin issues. They are not getting medical treatment. And this is in your country. And here's an individual who they were wanting to put into jail because she talked to her public servant which is the public servant's job to talk to her. It is her right. It is her duty to make sure that she redresses her grievances with her public servant. Look at your Bill of Rights. Look at your Constitution. If you do not put power into the Constitution, if you do not put energy in the Constitution, the Constitution is dead. You have to know it. You have to learn it. You have to practice it. You enforce it. Period. Full stop. Right there. You want the answer to everything you do in your day? 
I have told you guys, I have told you guys, look up the New York's Constitution, print the Bill of Rights, and put it on a piece of tape right in front of you, right in front of your kit, your 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 bathroom sink, whatever it is, where you brush your teeth, you know, comb your hair, whatever it is you do, where you put your war paint on in the mornings, ladies. You put that on there and you read that while you're brushing your teeth. That way you brush your teeth long enough and you also learn your Bill of Rights, which will educate you exponentially in how your government is limited every single day. You want the answers? You want the key? Then pick it up. That's the That's it. Pick up the key that is in front of you, your constitution. You put energy into it, it becomes powerful. You ignore it, you ignore me. You say, well, I'm not going to do that because that's called effort. That's work. I don't want to do that. I'm just, I just don't, I just want to be spoon fed my applesauce. Well, then don't be surprised when the person feeding you the applesauce takes advantage of you. Because if you're not willing to go feed yourself, you're not willing to take your own power, then don't be surprised how you're abused. These people don't care about you. They are selfish, self-centered people. I talk about on my show all the time, the 10%. And this is it, guys. Listen, the 10% you do for your neighbor, your community, your city, your county, your state, your federal government, the more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. So learn how to be selfless and not so selfish. There will be a far better place. I say that at the end of my show every single show because it's that important. The 10% you do for your neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government, the more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. So learn how to be selfless and not so selfish. This world will be a better place. And if you don't know your Bill of Rights, then you don't know how to say it. You don't know how to articulate it. You don't know how to think about it. It's no different than how you put, you you memorize verses, right? John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Well, how can I rattle that off? But you don't even know what the first article of Bill of Rights in the state of New York is. But you want freedoms. You don't know what the second article of Bill of Rights in, the, in, in your state is. You want, you want liberties, but you don't know what your third article is. You don't know what the 20th, 20th article is. You don't know about what it says about how you can and cannot own a gun and what you're able to do with that, and you cannot be restricted by your government by owning guns. You do, if you don't know that, then you can't fight back against it. So go in there. I go under Ballotpedia, put, put New York... New York Constitution, Ballotpedia, look it up, Ballotpedia, like, you know, ballot, like the ballot you vote with, you know, encyclopedia. They just crammed them together, call it Ballotpedia. Um, go look it up and print that off the Bill of Rights. It's only like 20-some articles, nothing, nothing, it's like 20-some sentences. And read that while you brush your teeth every single day. Get your kids to do it. Make it a contest. Make it a contest with your coworkers. You know, you know, put everybody put ten dollars in the pot, and and whoever can memorize it by a certain date gets the gets the two hundred dollars or the hundred dollars or whatever it is. But challenge yourself to know where your power is, and then quit expecting people to hand it to you. It, I'm gonna tell you right now, nobody's handing out big buckets of freedom. I'm gonna let you. I I've been in politics. I ran for politics. I've done this. I started in 2016. I ran up against the machine. I didn't know what the establishment really was, the two wings of the same bird. I didn't know what that was. I didn't understand that stuff, but now I do. And I've ran through it, and it terrifies me to let you guys know that it is not, it is not a happy place inside of politics. And it's because we're not minding the store. We're not standing a post. We're not watching the watchman. We're not holding the, the local policy officers, the police officers. And if you keep calling them police officers, you're not going to really understand what they really are. They're policy enforcement officers. They're policy enforcement people. These are, not, these are not police. 
These are not cops. This is where you have to change and understand the words of what, how they're using them against you. But these policy enforcers, until they get transparent, until they get in there and disinfect their, their stuff, we have to look at them all the same. And that's the sad part of this. When we shed light on this, when we become more powerful with truth and understanding, we make the world a better place. But here we have a guy that we, we, we got guys and girls out there that are sitting in solitary confinement. Do you understand the psychological effect of being in psycho, uh, solitary confinement? That's why they do it, because it mentally breaks the individual down and makes them submissive. They know long-term the isolation like that causes the, mental, the mind to break, and it, it causes irreparable damage, meaning they can never come back, that they will mentally break and be so submissive that they won't be the same human being when they come out. I actually watched it with my folks when Marge had moved into to uh, to assisted or to a, um, a skilled nursing, and Charlie was 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 still in uh, the regular nursing home. You know, they blocked him down during COVID, and I couldn't see him. And he was breaking down because they isolated him in his room and would not let him come out and talk to other people. And the only interaction he had was when the nurse would come drop his food off and pick up his tray. And it breaks people down emotionally and mentally. And I did everything I could to get him out of there. But they got to him because he was older. He didn't have the fortitude mentally to handle this. And why are we doing this to our fellow man? Why do we have J6ers in jail two years later? Two years of solitary confinement. Think about it, folks. Go into one of your, your storage room where you keep your canned goods. And don't come out of there except for one hour a day. Don't come out of there. No cell phone. No, no, no extra privileges, no talking to nobody, no visitation, no nothing. Go in there, go in there, do that for a weekend. No cell phone, no TV. Come out for one hour, go back in there. And that's all you get to do for two years. I don't think you could do it for a weekend. I don't think you could do it for a week. I really do question that, that we were letting other people suffer when we were over here going, well, you know, yeah, they're kind of running out of toilet paper again. I better stock up. These people's lives have been completely transformed and changed for a violation of trespassing, which is usually just get off the property and maybe a $20 or $50 or $100 fine. But to put them in solitary confinement without bail, if you had your bill of rights in front of you right now, you would find out it says they cannot be held without bail. It's against the Constitution. Anything outside the Constitution is illegal. This is your world, guys. We've got to take charge of it. I'm Jim Price of the Dark Delight Show here at WYSL. We'll be back here in just a couple minutes. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. The second hour of your extended lunch hour here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the WYSL family. And uh, as we go through these times, remember, Republican uh, Representative Matt Gates is trying to stop old the potato in chief from sending money to Ukraine. I... Don't know why uh, he's the one doing it because sometimes he's wishy-washy, but he's trying to to act like he's out there trying to do something to stop this money when we spent $200 billion to Ukraine. But now we should stop. 
It'd be fine. Well, guys, we got a caller come in. Uh, Keith, are you there? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about those uh, Washington jail tombs. But first, uh, Matt Gates has yes, a sir. book out uh, that he calls himself, refers to himself as Firebrand. So I, you just called him wishy-washy. I thought he was one of our better conservatives. Right. Well, it's true colors come out over time, right? Well, Comes out uh, in the wash. I, I don't know. I don't want to get deterred by that. Uh, I don't yeah. understand, Mr. Price, who should be talking about the poor people ensconced, incarcerated in those Washington jail tombs. Uh, where are the Republicans on this? Uh, I, I never hear them speaking out about those poor incarcerants. What about Trump? Those people uh, who are, are jailed march to the Capitol with his name on their lips. Trump goes on holding those fancy dinners at Mar-a-Lago. I've never heard Trump show any concern or give any of his big dollars to any legal defense fund to help them. So, um, you're asking out loud uh, about these people wrongly incarcerated now. Uh, the event going back over two years, January 6, 2021, after the 2020 election. Uh, where are our people on our side who should be uh, expressing, as you did, uh, if you stated, if I heard you correctly, that you had uh, apparently talked to people or been involved in that, uh, yeah. as you have in other activities, uh, where where are the majority of other people on our side who are looking out for these incarcerated uh, poor people in those uh, roach-infested uh, jail cells and never uh, – they're being treated uh, worse. Uh, where was the Justice Department when Black Lives Matter and Antifa were tearing down the country burning buildings in that burning summer of 2020? A very unequal justice here. I don't hear – so that's my uh, question to everyone listening in closing here. Right. Where are the Republicans on this? Where is the Donald? Uh, we never hear them speaking out. And uh, so I'm asking you pointedly, you're, you're talking about it, but who do, whom do you want, Mr. Price, to speak out on this? Our people are not. Trump is not. He's completely missing in action. He's never shown any concern for these poor incarcerated people. Uh, what's mm -hmm. going on there? I really don't understand. Well, and again, you're, you're showing uh, the true colors of those that we consider to be our public servants hiding behind the skirts of others. And uh, this is a situation where we have people, you know, you're referring to Trump. There's problems that I have with Trump as well. There's problems I have with Gates. There's problems I have with McConnell. There's problems I've had with a lot of these guys who are supposedly these staunch Republicans when we know that they're tainted. And this is a situation where it could be they're tainted in, in a decision they're making to cover for themselves or they're, they're tainted in the way that, you know, they, there's someone else controlling the strings or whatever it is, or they don't have good information. And then this is a problem that I'm actually seeing now is a lot of these people like that are out there in these public positions, they're not doing research like me and Josh and others out there pushing the limits of trying to find out what's really going on behind the train derailment, behind the UFOs, behind the behind the behind, right? Because they're too caught up in the shiny objects of their own life. And there's too many of us that are doing that. And even in Trump is only as good as his advisors. And the best way I can describe it to you in his situation is – is there are things that I have learned that I will tell you point blank. Trump cares. He really does. But he's only as good as those gatekeepers that he is assigned to give him information on a daily basis. And that's, that's a fallacy on its own. So, Keith, thank you so much for your call. I really do appreciate your insight. Uh, it's good to have you here. So thank you for that. 
Um, I do understand where Keith's coming from, his frustration. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, we're mad at them. They're just a they're just a magnified version of us. Anyway, I'm going to tell you right now. I have had point blank conversations with Dr. Doug, with Mike Lindell, with other people. I've I've interviewed General Flynn as well. I've met with him a hundred times. I've met with him once. We I've been into these events. I was on stage with him and Branson. We were up there speaking to the crowd there. Listen, we we should be ashamed of ourselves. There's 100 million votes that were counted for Trump. There was 100 million votes that were cast for Trump in the election in, in 2020. Okay? Just I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm telling you right now, there was 100 million, just shy of I was somewhere between 98 million and 100 million votes that were cast for Trump. That's how hard they manipulated our election. But you know what my problem is? is where is the moxie behind those 100 million people that bother to push the button for Trump? Where's the other 20, 30% of other silent Trump voters or Trump supporters that aren't in the streets themselves right now saying, we will not incarcerate, we will not jail people for non-victim crimes. Our Supreme Court has ruled 12, at least 12 times, I think it might even be 13, but 12 times that the city, county, and state, and the federal government cannot be a victim of a crime. They cannot be a victim of crime, but if you look at the way that these charges are written, it's the state against somebody. It's the city against somebody. It's the federal government against somebody. And because we don't stand up, because we don't have that knowledge base, we are weak and we are doing our a disservice to our fellow man. We. Do you hear what I keep saying to you, folks? We. You and I. I'm on this show right now. I'm doing this because it matters. I interrupt in the middle of my day to get out here and say this over and over and over again to you because I'm willing to put myself out there. I have put myself at risk. I'm on the black web for the I'm I'm on the list, guys. I've had all the death threats. I've had the marshals watching my house for two years against my own local PD. The police department in the city I lived in, I had to have the U.S. Marshals watching my house to protect me from them. Now, guys, I've put myself out there. I'm doing what I can, and I'm trying to educate you guys in a way that motivates you as well. But the shame on you, turn that finger and point at your own chest right now. Point that finger at your own chest. And you can say, well, Jim, I've, 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 I've. Well, then why are there January 6 people in there? Why am I interviewing them? Why am I contributing to them? Why am I out there pushing the envelope to try to get them freed? Why am I having pushback from, from local law enforcement? Why am I getting that? Because I'm pushing and pushing and pushing? Yeah, that's why. I'm getting the threats. I'm getting the the investigations into me. I'm getting the articles written about me because I'm willing to put that effort in. Because you know what, guys? When they come in your house, when they bust your house down, when they come in there with a battering ram to your front door, you don't have time to think. You don't have time to adjust. There is no second chances at that moment. And when they got the red dot to your forehead telling you to freeze, you'll do what you're told because you, you feel that your life is worth saving at that moment. And I've been there. I know what that feels like. And so to me, when I'm out here telling you guys, we are the problem. We are also the fix. We, you and I, get together, bind together. You want January 6ers to be free? Then make it happen. Make it so that your public servants understand your demands and they come to you and ask what you want from them. They're not going to, you know, throw down and say, well, listen, hey, we got some more rules and regulations and some more guidelines and some more laws. We're going to spend some more of your money. We're going to spend trillions of dollars of your money. 
Guys, I am not anti-government. I am not anti-America. I am anti-big government. You pare down this government. You give each other freedoms. We will be amazing. Full stop, all day long. You give freedoms to your local man. But I'm going to tell you right now, listen to me, Christians. Listen to me, Muslims. Listen to me, whatever you, whatever you worship. I don't care if you don't worship anything. But we all went down the slippery slope when we allowed the FCC, when we allowed the pulpit to tell us what we can and cannot say and what we were told were good words and bad words. The moment that we allowed the, the church to tell us what we understand to be a cuss word or what we think are bad words that we shouldn't use, do you know that, that if you go down through the annals of history and find out that that was actually from the crown, the crown didn't like the peasants, which the word peasant is actually you, the population. Peasants isn't a bad word. To be a peasant is actually just to be a part of a country. They didn't want the peasants using certain language against the king, so they went to the, the churches and said, hey, don't let those people, tell those people those are bad words, not to use that. And they use God against us to tell us what words we can and cannot use. And do you see the slippery slope we are on now? Well, now it's, oh, it's red flag laws with, with weapons. It's assault pistols. It's automatic assault pistols. We're, this is the most ridiculous stuff. When I'm doing all this to point out to you guys, we have been easily manipulated because we didn't bother to stand for anything. We stood for nothing. We, we stood for nothing. We let them burn our flags. We let them tell us what we can and cannot say, where we can and cannot go. We get a license to get married. Why do you need a contract between you and the government to tell someone else you love them and want to spend your life with them? Was it not your agreement between you and God enough that you had to bring the government and get involved so that way you, the government was there when it ended? When you created a corporate contract between you and your loved one? We, we, starting with me and the fingers pointing at my chest right now, I'm banging my own sternum with my own finger right now. We are the problem because we don't stand for nothing. We stand for nothing. That may be bad English, but that's how accurate it really is. Even bad English describes how monumental we have really laid down and not got into the battlefield and did the right thing by the people around us. January Sixers should be the greatest black eye of our country, but no, we were willing to put Japanese people in internment camps, and we call that freedom. We were willing to go around and put people in incarceration for ordinances and, and uh, uh, guidelines and laws that had no victim. The Supreme Court says there cannot be a there the city, county, state, and the federal government cannot be a victim. So there is no victim, there is no crime. But yet we are incarcerating people today for tickets. We're incarcerating people today where there is no crime. Because there is no other individual involved except for a DA. Be mindful of what you let them do to you. Be mindful of what you want them to do to you. Because they're gonna do it as much as they want. I'm Jim Price here on the Dr. Light Show. We'll be back here in just a couple minutes. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. 
For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I've come on the most urgent of business. It is said that the people are revolting. You said it. They stink on ice. <laughs> well, we need a little levity here before we come back. I just, I got on a bit of a rant there, and I apologize. I don't apologize, but I do apologize because I know sometimes I come across hard. But you know, guys, this is your country. This is your country. I, I'm living proof that you know, you guys. They took away everything out of my life, and you guys are the ability. You guys have the ability to not be eaten by the government. I'm just trying to tell you, hey, it's not fun. So why go through the sausage machine? Learn from other people's experiences and move forward. Um, guys, we've got a lot of neat stuff going on in the world around us, and we don't have to be so wound up in those things. But we do have a problem with things that oh, our government is doing. I mean, our government is doing things that we know we should be. We should have been. We, we just got to get on. We just got to get out there and get active. All right. That's all right. Uh, Operation Choke Point 2.0 was underway and uh, crypto is in its crosshairs. So let's see what naturalnews.com is. Uh, this article says what began as a trickle is now a flood. The U.S. government is using the banking sector to organize a sophisticated, widespread crackdown against the crypto industry. So let's see, a parallel economy that has nothing to do with government, the government wants to go in and take over. Well, this this ought to end well. This will be great. I mean, so uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. The administration's efforts are no secret. Uh, they're expressed plainly. They've expressed plainly in memos, regulatory guide, guidance, and blog posts. I didn't know the government blogged. That's That's good to know. Oh, I have to go look for the government blog. I guess it's probably governmentblog.gov, you know, right? 
However, the breadth of this plan, spanning virtually every financial uh, regulatory uh, as well as its highly coordinated nature, has even the most steely-eyed crypto veteran nervous. So they're saying that this is not going to end well. (laughs) Again, I just keep saying the same over and over again. Uh, Let's see. They got the nervous. The crypto business might end up completely unbanked. Stable coins may be stranded and unable to manage flows in and out of crypto. So this is, guys, usually when they're telling you about this stuff, that means that they're already moving in that direction. Uh, For crypto firms, obtaining access to the onshore banking system has always been a challenge. Everyday crypto startups struggle mightily to get banked. Uh, and it's only a harmful, uh, this is, this is what we've been talking about, right? The silver and gold stuff. So silver, gold, and brass to cover your butt. There's another word we can use there, but the FCC says that's bad language. Oh, the government's here to help you. Um, again, I had a discussion with a gentleman this weekend and we talked about the fact that we've allowed the, uh, we've allowed freedom of the, freedom of speech and things to be offensive. Well, we guys, we're, we're all mad about the LGBTQ people who say, "Well, you can't use that word; it's offensive." But we've been doing that from the pulpit for for you know hundreds of years. Oh well, you can't say that from the pulpit. We've been saying that there is there is language that can't be used. There's uh, things that we cannot can and cannot say. Even how we use the word God. Oh yeah, we well, don't use God's name in vain. But if you actually know what the word vain means. It actually says to make it worthless, meaning not to use it. And that's, well, it's because you just can't say it just whenever you want to. Well, by the idea of you saying when I can and cannot use the word even God, that's that's limiting of speech. And see how that slippery slope started? See how you let it kind of creep in a little bit? And when you start judging others, they get to judge you. That's the problem. Well, anyway, uh, we just, there's a lot of stuff going on around. We got if we know that the DOJ is coming after us for crypto, we know they're coming after us for our food. What's next, right? What is the next little thing here? Uh, what else do we have? Oh, the UFOs, the UFOs that shot down today over North America. I have a question for you. We had UFOs, UFOs, and the CNN even reported this. So CNN even got on board with. They had nothing else to talk about. Um, why are we, you and I? You and I, there's a country song on that. Um, what, why are we shooting down stuff, things, unidentified flying objects over Canada? Why is Canada, Canada, why are we up there in old Canada, oh Canada, why are we shooting things down in their airspace? I thought we were all about our sovereign airspace. How come we're, how come we're same, same? Why are we doing things here and there? Did we get permission? Did we sign a treaty that says, hey, by the way, if we see a UFO over your airspace, we're going to shoot it down, and then we'll share the parts or pieces? Is that – you see the, the slippery slope that we've got ourselves on, right? This is a problem. And uh, I don't know. It, we, we, really, we really have kind of muddied the water in a lot of things. We let this balloon – that was carrying thousands of pounds of payload, but was just doing weather readings, right? Uh, sail across, sail on. It went all the way across to Alaska, did a U-turn around Canada, came down through Montana, Missouri, Arkansas, Tennessee, down out through the Carolinas, and then we bothered to shoot it down when it was over an area we could not recover the parts and pieces. And then we had a whole bunch more that came up. 
So do you not why anyway, this All right, so here we go. We got another article here. There is no correlation between CO2 and rising ocean levels according to decades of data from NOAA. Now, now we're not talking about NOAA in the Bible. I'm not talking about that guy who spent 40 years building a great big boat while everybody called him crazy out of gopher wood. Not that guy. This is your your NOAA. Hmm. For years, global warming uh, culture has shamed people uh, for not believing in the doom of CO2. Well, but your National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration... Uh, says that ocean levels have generally just stayed the same, and it's just not a problem. But remember, guys, we have CO2 accumulators, we have CO2 generators in greenhouses across America, across the globe, generating CO2 because it gives nutrients to the plants that they need to process and do the whole photosynthesis thing. Yeah, that's a thing. And then CO2 is the bubbly part of the old uh, barley pops that you were drinking yesterday during the game. CO2 is actually pumped into a lot of champagnes because they don't want to take the time to ferment it and actually cause the uh, effervescence of CO2 bubbles, which is generated through, you know, you know, the natural process of making champagne, the natural process of making beer. But also, when is Pepsi and Coca-Cola, the two largest bottling companies on earth, when are they going to start paying their carbon credits on all the CO2 they produce by putting it into your soda? When you go, then you're releasing that CO2 in the atmosphere. But I thought we were trying to capture that. Anyway, this is uh, this is our, this is the articles that are coming out right here in front of our face. Sea level tide gauge data suggests that CO2 has no effect, no effect on ocean levels. The uh, the NOAA cut. Collected uh, collected this coastal sea level tide gauge data. By the way, because tides are always moving in and out, how do they really know what is the highest and the lowest at all times? Because depending on which time of the year and what cycle the moon is in depends on how much the water sloshes back and forth. By the way, did you guys know that? Did you guys know that the water, <laughs> that it's, oh, I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole with you, but you guys understand that they, um, look at that. Just I don't I don't want to ruin it for you, but go look and see how the actual water ebbs and flows around the world and why it actually does that. That's a that's a good study project for you. Well, guys, it's been so fantastic being a part of your WYSL family today. Thank you so much for tuning in for your extended lunch hour with Jim Price at the Dark Delight Show. Guys, we will be back tomorrow with me and Josh. You guys have a great day. Bye bye.